we're going to give you a little preview at the playoff picture here. As we are, we only have two games left. We're going into week 17 here of the NFL regular season. So, let's do the checkup on Trevor Lawrence here. While we're talking about the playoff picture. Um, Jacksonville's rising to the top here. They just kind of, I don't know if you'd say took the Jets to the woodshed, but they never <laughs> let that thing get close, really. And Wow. <laughs> I think there's a couple things that we can say about that. And one is the Jets should be very disappointed that they won that last game of the season in 2019 because, or 2020, because uh, as we've seen, Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. And well, Zach Wilson, he just is not. He could be good, but he's not generational like Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. Um, something I want to point out quickly before we go over that, before we go over Trevor. Um, Zach Wilson, in my opinion, I, you know, I was watching the game, obviously, like a lot of people probably were. Zach Wilson just looks so lost out there. I mean, he looked like he was just running from people that didn't exist. Just running around the field and nobody was even chasing him. But Trevor Lawrence, you know, they I think they actually had some design runs in there for him. Um, the weather kind of contributed to that. I mean, it was a not a very good night to play in New York. But credit to the Florida team to come up to New York and take care of business, I guess, New Jersey, actually. But Jaguars are first place right now in the South somehow. Well, it's better than the Titans because, as we all know, I – very dislike the Titans. But hey, if I can see Trevor Lawrence flash his guns in the playoffs, that would be pretty sick. Especially for how this team started at the beginning of the season. It'd be a pretty neat comeback story if they got far in the playoffs. And if you look at the last couple games on the Jaguars' schedule here while I am on it, um, it looks like they got at Houston next week. And then they'll be playing at home versus Tennessee. So the game at home versus Tennessee, I believe, if nothing else changes, that that'll be for the division. But Tennessee just doesn't really look like they have it together, and I don't know where they really go from here, especially with the Tannehill situation. But, um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, he's – even a game where it's really sloppy and things look ugly, he still pulled it off and he won the game with ease. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I so so last two games of the season are against divisional opponents in the uh, AFC South. Um, I feel like both these games are going to be close. Um, the Houston one may not have any purpose. I don't think it'll be as close as the Tennessee one. It may be like uh, possession or two possession or two possession game. Um, but I feel like the Tennessee game is going to be pretty close, um, especially being in Jacksonville. I know um, for divisional opponents, it's just a tough place to play. But we'll we'll see we'll see how they. Uh, We'll see how they uh, stand stand their ground at least. Want to get a playoff picture update here? 
So, AFC, we got the number one seed, the Buffalo Bills. They're going to have the first round by. As of right now, um, things could change by Monday as they're taking on the Bengals. And so the two and the seven seeds will meet. Uh, this will be Kansas City and Miami. Miami will be headed to Kansas City. Then the Chargers will be going to Cincinnati. Chargers are the sixth seed, and the Bengals are the three. The five seed Ravens go to the four seed Jaguars. And honestly, out of these games that that are listed here for at least the AFC, I think the game that I'd most look forward to would be that Jacksonville-Baltimore game, especially after we saw how the first game ended. I mean, Jacksonville pulled out the two-point conversion to win it at the end. So I'm curious to see if, you know, the Ravens maybe make some adjustments to that or if they're just a descending team at this point. Wait, wait, what? Wait. What? Um, I think the Chargers can win that game. Against the Bengals? Where? Where is it? It'll, it'll be in Cincinnati as long as the seating doesn't change. Riley, what are you talking about? I think they could win. Okay, why? It just seems like a game they could win. Dude. I know it's a playoff game. If it's a whiteout, probably not. But I, I would take them. I would take the Chargers. I think it's a sneaky pick. My personal thought here is the Bengals won't even be the three seed. I think they'll be the one seed. Now, some things have to go their way. I think... So Kansas City would have to lose one more game, and then the Bengals just have to win out. So then Buffalo could go as low as looks like the two seed, I guess, or the maybe even the three seed. But I think Cincinnati still stands a good shot at that one seed. Yeah, Connor, I kind of I'm kind of riding on your boat. I think Cincinnati is a way better team than Buffalo. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Buffalo is still up there in the top five, but. I think Cincinnati is a way better team than they are. Yeah, I mean they they just have the like the, the it factor with Joe Burrow and everything. Right, and they include everyone. They know like it's like if one person's not open, he knows the next person's going to be open. You know. Yeah, it seems like a lot of you know just a Stefan Diggs show in Buffalo or Josh Allen running the ball. Occasionally, you get Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie mixed in there, but. Dawson Knox, who they just signed to a huge extension, not really involved as much this year. But, okay, but that's the thing. Like, Cincinnati doesn't need any of that running quarterback stuff or, like, relying on the on the one receiver. Like, they have everything they need. They have a good run game. They have a good running back in Joe Mixon. They have three very good, solid receivers that are very reliable. One superstar receiver and maybe a second upcoming superstar receiver in T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, who's shown to be very reliable throughout his career. Yeah, can't sleep on Hayden Hurst either, the former no. first-round pick at tight end. He pops up every once in a while. It's kind of like a C.J. <laughs> Uzama-type situation. But, right. yeah, I mean, they got weapons. They got a good offensive line. They got a great pass rush, a duo of Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Really like that combo. It, it makes yep. me think, like, maybe if they had this team last year, they'd be able to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the area that's still concerning for them, obviously, is still their corners. I mean, 
they've done some things to improve their defensive backfield, but they kind of went all in on the offensive line this offseason, thinking that was why they lost the Super Bowl. If you ask me, the reason they lost the Super Bowl is because their corners were just bad, I guess. So why do you think the Bengals will get the first seed? So I guess it it would mean that Kansas City would have to lose one of their last two games, I guess, which I don't think they're very hard games. They're, they're playing at home versus Denver, and then they go to Vegas for the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. But, sure both divisional games. So, so pretty I, think, I think the reason why they could finish as the first seed is because they're playing Buffalo on Monday night, which will be – Probably a pretty good game, I would hope. Um, but if oh, they time, where is it at? It is. Let me check here if my phone will let me. It Buffalo is and who? in Cincinnati. Buffalo. Okay. So, if Cincinnati wins that, they'll go to twelve and four. If Buffalo loses, they'll go to twelve and four. They'll be tied. And because of that tie, Cincinnati will have the tiebreaker over them. And Cincinnati also holds the tiebreaker over Kansas City. Now, if there's a three-way tie, I guess you'd have to look at what the ramifications are for that. But they hold the tiebreaker over the two teams that are just above them. Then I guess they still have to be Buffalo for them to have the tiebreaker over them. But you kind of get what I'm saying. What's their Week 18 matchup? So for Cincinnati, the Week 18 matchup would be looks like it's at home versus Baltimore. Okay. Uh, I see the Chiefs winning out, and I could also see the Bengals lose out. I don't think there's a shot they get the one seed. I think the Chiefs could lose to the Raiders. I don't think so. Derek I still Hart, think that's a possibility. Derek just played one of his worst games in his career. Hey, stuff happens, you know. The Raiders have been such a weird team. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying, Connor. They've been so inconsistent. I feel like this could be one of those games where they just like, all right, it's the last game of the season. We have nothing to lose, and they have something to lose, so we might as well go out and try and beat them. Yeah. I mean, mean, the Chiefs might not even, like, identify the Raiders as a solid team, even though they're divisional opponents. They They definitely. They have some pretty impressive wins on here, but they also have some pretty ugly defeats. I mean, so, I mean, beat... so, so this is my point. Like, I know they're divisional opponents, but, like, the Chiefs barely even beat the Texans. And the reason why that's concerning is because they probably didn't prepare as hard because they're such a bad team, you know? Yeah. So if they look at the Raiders like that, then but that's kind of how the, the same thing could probably happen recently. Yeah, I think it's a it's a little bit of a combination of the Texans are playing hard, and that's also, I mean, I didn't watch that game, but I heard that Kansas City came out really flat, which is an issue. I mean, look, they came out flat against the Texans in the playoffs in 2019. They were down 24 nothing, basically before the first quarter ended, and they ended up winning that game. But you can't really underestimate your your opponent and uh maybe you can a little bit if you have Patrick Mahomes on your team because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to matter what the deficit is he can always wiggle his way back into it. Right. NFC. All right. 
So if the season were to end today, which thankfully it doesn't, we still got two more regular season weeks to go. The Philadelphia Eagles, they would have the bye. And the number two seed, Minnesota Vikings, would host the number seven seed, Washington Commanders. The number three seed, San Francisco 49ers, would be hosting the number six seed, New York Football Giants. The number four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are seven and eight. That's just so disappointed that they get the fourth seed. But anyways, they host Dallas at home, which they already beat Dallas at home this year. Um, obviously, a lot's changed since then, but it seems like Dallas has also kind of, I don't know, taken, taken a bit of a turn here. They barely snuck one out against Houston. They... Lost in overtime to Jacksonville. They beat Philadelphia at home with a backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew. If you flip the script, there's also seven and eight team in the fourth seed. Now I know that is the better, probably the best team in Florida right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could see Dallas blow that. They played Week One. What was the outcome of that again? Dallas. Oh, was it close? Was- it was nineteen to three, I think. It was either nineteen to three or twenty-two to three. Let me pull that up really quick. But it wasn't close. That was the game where Dak Prescott got hurt and Cooper Rush was thrown right into the fire. Nineteen to three, Tampa Bay won. But things have changed. The only thing, the the fear factor here, if you're a Cowboys fan, is Tom Brady. He may be old, but he still might pull out the old Tom Brady and during the playoffs here. He's had two really good comebacks already this year. Yeah, how crazy would that be if he took him deep into the playoffs? Yeah, I That'd mean, you can't, can't ever count him out to just pull a rabbit out of his hat. I mean, he's he's old, but he's also very, very experienced in these situations. No, Nobody sees this team winning the Super Bowl, but how crazy would it be? Like, I feel like this would be a... Like if he took if he took the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, I feel like this would be more crazier than the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, out of all the teams that we just listed off here, I think there's only two teams that I don't think have any chance at winning a playoff game. And it'd be the seven seeds in both conference, so Miami and Washington. I mean, Washington, they're barely holding on right now. Miami, they've been on a major decline lately, and it's just hard to see them, especially if they're going to be facing Kansas City or Buffalo right. or Cincinnati. It's tough to see them, you know, pulling out an upset in that kind of fashion. Right. So out of all those matchups from the NFC, if the season ended today, which one would you guys be looking forward to the most? As far as the playoffs, or yeah, just just for a wild card round. So we're between, talking about the NFC. Yeah, so between the Vikings and Commanders, uh, 49ers and Giants, and then Cowboys and Buccaneers. I got to go Cowboys and Bucks. Okay. Um. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to have to ride that boat. I, 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 I definitely, okay, I 
I am so on board with the Cowboys being frauds. I think a lot of us have suspicions of that, but especially in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not talking about just week one because week one is so much different than the rest of the games throughout the season. But I I do have a strong feeling that the Bucks could take take the season away from Dallas. I'm gonna go probably against the grain here a little bit. I think the most intriguing matchup for me personally would be that Giants and 49ers game. Oh, um, the Giants seem like a scrappy team. I know they don't really have the offense to keep up with San Francisco, but I just feel like it's a a David and Goliath type deal where the Giants, they're not going to be favored at all. They'll probably be seven-point underdogs or something. But I think there's a good chance that the Giants could, you know, maybe – I mean, this is going to be a battle between Dable and Shanahan, essentially. So I'm curious to see if Brian Dable, the rookie head coach, what he would have to say against Kyle Shanahan. That's that's a good – I like that. I think – I kind of think the Giants are like the Raiders, but with a better – well, better coach coaches, obviously, but also a better record. Yeah. All right. I think I think the Vikings game will be a boring game, I'm going to be honest. Vikings <laughs> commanders. It'll definitely come down to the last play, and it'll end with the Vikings kicking a 50-yard field goal, and they'll make it. Enough said. Oh, imagine if they lose it, though. Like, something happens. Nah. Like, say, say, but, like, block kick, 89-yard return so. touchdown. I'm not the trying to jinx anyone. The commanders are a bad team, though. If I you know. Take away if you take away um, the referee running into Vikings safety can bind them. Listen, listen, that changes the game, but it also changes the game in a way which I think that game still ends in a field goal because the Vikings somehow love doing that. What if what if they start Heineke? You don't think there's any chance that? I don't think like, there's I don't think there's any chance that Taylor Heineke does any damage. I'm. I mean, they, they've kind of lost faith in Taylor Heineke at this point, so I don't even know if he'll play. But I think they're just – they're kind of a garbage fire at this point. Carson uh, – I feel like Carson – I feel like Heineke's their best shot in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it. in my opinion, it definitely is. But yeah. if they're rolling with Carson Wentz right now, I mean, why would they suddenly change – Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did suddenly change on Sunday, but or on Saturday, I guess. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what they do going forward, and I'm almost certain that they'll be looking for somebody else either in the draft or free agency. This mm-hmm. just shows you how weak the NFC is. Yeah. Do you think it will be Washington though? Yes. Um, I don't see the Packers winning out, and I don't see the Lions winning out, and. I don't think the Seahawks will either. And basically all the commanders need to do is they need to win. They need to beat the Browns or they the just, Cowboys. Are you, saying, are you saying you – go ahead. They basically just need to win one more game and they should be fine. Are you saying you don't see, like, either the Lions or the Packers running out? Yeah, I think it's hard to see either of those scenarios happening. I agree. I don't know. The Packers are kind of slippery. They've always been slippery. I know they don't have much to work with, but uh, that that last game they just played kind of gave me a little bit of chills. Well, I yeah. mean, if if they beat – so let's say they beat the Vikings on Sunday. 
they still have to play Detroit, and Detroit has been a feisty team. Um, and then you could maybe say the reverse of Detroit. Um, forgive me, I forgot who the Lions are playing on Sunday. But, you know, the Lions have to basically – they're playing the Bears, so they have to – both of these teams actually have to face two divisional opponents the rest of the way, so that could be interesting. That's all from us for now. We'll check you. We'll see you guys next time. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and check out all of our other videos too. If you like what you're seeing, we will see you later.